Last week, we were lucky to have Jason DeRussia on with us, talking about some of the work he has done in the speech and debate world at the prep level. And John kind of teased that he had a cool story coming up. This is Preps Today with John Millay, and John's about to tell us about that story. Uh, we recommend following us on Twitter at Talk North Pod to see all the shows as they were released and to see our schedule of live shows. You can go to talknorth.com to see our, our full lineup and our archives. We recommend subscribing at your favorite podcast app. It is free. It is easy. And thank you to everyone who has listened to talknorth.com. Our producer today is Brianne Burdett. And I'm going to let John tell you about the cool story he teased last week. Yeah. Hey, Jim. Thanks a lot. It's good to be talking to you again. Yeah, as we talked last week, when we had Jason Rush on the air, I had already interviewed Caden Fritz from Edina High School. I hadn't done much of the work other than the initial interview, but uh, yeah, it's really something. He's a he's a senior at Edina. He's 18 years old. He's the third line center on the hockey team there, and we know that's a big time high school hockey. And he's the only high school athlete I've ever known who also owns a company that employs dozens of people. And, you know, my first thought and probably a lot of people's first thought, oh, he's any Dyna kid. Mom and dad said, here's $20,000. Go start something. That that ain't it in this case. Um, he started out, I think I mentioned last week, he started out with lemonade stands when he was just a kid. I talked to his mom, Stephanie Fritz, and she said, we, we've never given him a dime, even with lemonade stands. He had to pay for all the supplies out of his own pocket. You know, so he starts with lemonade stands. He bought a vending machine business, got that going as a kid and sold it, made some money. Then he bought bought a couple of pressure washers and started pressure washing decks. Then people said, hey, can you uh, can you uh, sand, do sanding and staining of staining of decks? So he started a kind of a deck reconstruction business pretty soon. He's hiring people to build decks. Soon after that, they're they're doing like kitchen renovations. They're building, adding on bathrooms. Now it's a full blown construction company. It's it's licensed, bonded, insured. Fritz Construction. They've got a website, and he said in the summer to come, when the weather warms up, they'll be doing roofing, siding. They're going to build homes from start to finish. They they do excavation, and this kid has done it all. Um, it's it's amazing. I, I sat down in a in a room at Edina High School. With him, uh, Troy Stein, the activities director at Edina, a guy I've known for a long time. It's kind of started with a text from Troy. Hey, there's a kid on our hockey team. He And Troy didn't know a lot of the details, but he said, during the hockey games, when Caden's on the ice, the student section will sometimes chant Fritz Construction, because <laughs> that's the name of the company. And he's got a whole bunch of apparel. You can get a Fritz Construction hat and a, and a hoodie and shirts and and he's got a couple of younger siblings. And his mom said the the younger kids, their friends are always asking, hey, can you get some Fritz construction apparel for me? It's like the hot item in Edina. Um, so if you go to go to John's journal at MSHSL.org, that story is up now. It's it's phenomenal. I, I, I don't know how he does this. He goes to school. He's playing varsity hockey. He's running a business. This summer, this this business might employ 60 people. And they've got wow. crews all over. And the number two guy is 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 a veteran. He's 21 years old. He's a student at the U um, who, who kind of does the daily operations of this thing. Ben Gross is his name. I've talked to him, too. It's it's just an amazing story. 
I, 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 boy, you know, Jim, you know, you and I've been doing these, these kind of stories for a long time. This is a new one for me. I don't often run across something new. This one's new. I mean, uh, I, you know, this is, he's got a head for business. He, he, he treats people well, clearly. Um, he, you know, he's a paramedic. There's a lot of layers to this. Wow. He's going to go to the university of St. Thomas, maybe become a lawyer, maybe work in law enforcement. He mentioned the FBI when we were talking as a possible career. And his mom told me, you know, they've got money saved up. Mom and dad work in the corporate world and, and they've got college money for all of their kids. But she said, I don't think we're going to need it for him. He's going to be able to afford it. We'll fill in the holes if he needs a little help. But here's a kid. Talk about, talk about getting yourself set up for life. And his mom admitted, Caden really doesn't sleep much. And I can attest to that because I had sent a text to Caden with a question and he, he replied it at one in the morning. I didn't see it till the next, you know, when I woke up. So he, he's, he's a busy kid, uh, really smart, friendly kid. Everybody loves Caden, Eddie Dinah. Just one of the more amazing stories I've ever, I've ever been uh, fortunate enough to work on. That is so cool. Uh, that's such a great story. So, and, and not only does he sound really impressive, he makes me feel completely inadequate. Oh, that's what I told him. I said, if if I ever get old enough to work for you, you probably wouldn't even want to hire a slug like exactly. me. Exactly. Oh, what what can we do for him? <laughs> that's Please. right. And it's just so interesting. You know, he didn't grow up with a construction background. His grandpa, who had died, had a bunch of tools. So, Caden looked at YouTube videos. He wanted to build a shed at their cabin. And he said it took him an entire summer. This is like almost four years ago. He said, I didn't know how to operate a drill until then. And that kind of got his head into construction and how these things happen. And, and his mom said he had run several ideas past them, you know, business ideas, and they were concerned about COVID. So refinishing decks, you know, water pressure washing, that seems safe. It's outdoors. She said he suggested like a car detailing business, but they didn't know if that was completely COVID safe. They shot that one down. And it's just, it's really interesting. The more I learned about, about him and, and what he's done, it's, it's really something. Oh, great work. Great story. I love that. That's just the, it's the perfect prep story in a lot of ways. It really is. I, yeah, it really we is. want to thank Jody Stay and Pizza Barn in Princeton. We'll tell you more about Pizza Barn in Princeton. You can find out for yourself at pizzabarnprinceton.com. Tell you more about them in a bit. We also want to thank our sales executive, Karen Cleary. And again, uh, remind you, we have a lot of outdoor content. Destination Polaris, The Flush, Reverend Hunter. We have the best sports lineup in town. John Millay, uh, John Krasinski, Anthony LaPanta, Michael Russo, Royce, Royce Smalley, Lavelle Neal third, And we've added Mike Grimm's Go Gopher podcast. We've also added the On the Bench guys, Canadian humor duo, who uh, are really into hockey and, and kind of give you a, the lighter side of hockey. So thanks to everyone for listening. We do appreciate it. Let's get to A Night in New Prague. Yeah, another another cool cool story, Jim. I, I was uh, I'm working on this story now, putting it together. I spent last I think it was last Friday night in New Prague. Uh, it was a busy night. They had wrestling, gymnastics, and boys hockey all going on, all right there. You know, I parked at the school. I walked in, saw a little wrestling. Walked across the street to the gymnastics center, which is right next to the stadium, which is right next to the ice arena. It's a neat little setup. Uh, the hockey game that night was a boys hockey game, New Prague uh, and Bloomington Jefferson. And this was one of these special nights. This was designated as as kind of a suicide prevention, mental health awareness effort. There's a, there's a nonprofit in New Prague. It's called the Duck Cup Memorial Fund. 
which uh, basically they share the message that it's okay to not be okay. It's a nonprofit that reaches around 30,000 students and community members annually, you know, way beyond New Prague about addressing mental health issues, which, you know, there's no better cause than that. And the way it was explained to me, um, this has been going on 20 years. A young man, a year out of high school in New Prague had taken his own life. So all of his classmates, you know, the ones in college were freshmen. They were talking and, and over time and decided to raise funds started out as a, as a, as a golf tournament. And now they, they have speakers that, you know, that they bring in, they brought in a young man from, from Philadelphia who works for one of these nonprofits that provides speakers on these issues. I heard him speak uh, really good. And, and uh, he talked to the boys hockey team separately, talked to the girls hockey team separately and then between the JV and the varsity hockey games, he gave kind of a, a shorter presentation to hockey parents. And I was I was invited to be in there. It was it was really, really good stuff. You know, they did all kinds of fundraisers. It's pretty common at hockey games. They'll have a chuck a puck where you pay a few dollars, you get a puck with a number on it. And then between periods, everybody throws the pucks on the ice and whoever can land it closest to the very center point on the ice wins a prize. Well, this was Chuck a duck. They had plastic ducks that were numbered. It was really cute. Uh, I don't know how many hundreds of them they sold, but the ice was littered with little plastic ducks between the second and third periods. It was just a great night all around. You know, all those things were going on. The pep band at New Prague was awesome. A whole lot of fun. And as I tweeted afterwards, I've been to New Prague many, many times for lots of event over the years. And and I've never had a less than perfect experience there. That's a special place, New Prague. And, and they're doing great things. And there will be a, a John's Journal story about uh, about the Duck Cup Memorial Fund. Very cool. Uh, great start to the show. We're going to go to North Branch next. But we do want to thank Jody Stay and Pizza Barn in Princeton. Yeah, we sure do, Jim. Um, they do so many great things. And as we know, it's Super Bowl week here. And if you're if you're going to put together a Super Bowl spread, the Pizza Barn can do that for you. Uh, small group, large group, they can take care of you. They've got barbecue options. They can provide garlic cheese bread pizza. They're famous party subs. They'll have specials Sunday. And you can do this online. You can order online and pick it up or have them deliver it. Go to pizzabarnprinceton.com. There's a special menu on the website for the, uh, as it says there, the big game menu. We, we can call it the Super Bowl on our podcast. They're not, they're not going to go after us for that. So, um, And we, as we talked last week, the Febu- February pizza of the month is a famous one, the Schwanny Q. It's a barbecue pizza. It's just got everything on there, pulled pork, red onion, uh, dry rub on top. It's available for dine-in delivery, takeout, take and bake, uh, you know, every all that good stuff from the pizza barn. It's there all the time. Uh, and as always, thanks to Jody Stay and the tremendous crew up there at the Pizza Barn in Princeton. They do they do awesome things every day. No doubt about it. Thank you to Jody. Let's go to North Branch now. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned this story last week briefly. Um, the North Branch Vikings are one of the great stories of the boys' basketball season. They have a new head coach, Todd Dufault, a guy that I've known for a long time. He's had lots of different experiences. He's not a teacher. Um, and his experiences do involve basketball that and other things. But the basketball story is this is a team that a year ago won two games. 
So they're on track to have their first winning season. I think they're up to 14 or 15 wins. Uh, they're going to have a they're going to have a, a record above 500 here in the regular season, and that hasn't happened in 17 years. So it's quite a turnaround. And like I said, Todd Dufault, he's not a teacher, but he's coached basketball in Owatonna. He was the basketball coach and athletic director in his hometown of Wasika. And then he coached in Chisago Lakes. He, he stepped down from that job three years ago. He was done with coaching. He, he, was, he was done with basketball because he, he owns a leadership company, Todd Dufault Leadership. He's kind of a nationally known speaker and does a lot of uh, motivational work. He started out with marching bands. He's been working with marching bands kind of as a, as a motivational person, a technical person been doing that for 38 years and that's how I first met Todd many years ago he was working with the band including my own kids at Rosemount High School my kids love this guy just and they only know him from marching band and I've seen him coach now and he's very sharp a heck of a guy he's a quality person and like I said they're, they're making history at North Branch and uh and it's a team to keep an eye on this season good stuff now let's get to state tournament time yeah, we're there. We're starting now, this week. Um, the first one on the docket here is the One Act Play State Festival. That's uh, Thursday and Friday this week at St. Catherine University in St. Paul. It's a great it's a great performance space. If you've never been to O'Shaughnessy Auditorium at St. Kate's, it's it's really cool. It's it's uh, it's the, kind of the traditional home of our One Act Play. Uh, we'll have the double A schools there one day, the A schools, and basically these are all section champions. Everybody performs. There's a group of judges. They don't rank them, you know, one through eight. The the best of the bunch receive a star review, it's called, and we'll know that at the end of each day, Thursday and Friday. But the best part about the one-act play event this year is that it's being held in person. A year ago, it was virtual. All these All these school groups – did their performances, you know, re recorded them on video and the judges watched them and then, and then did their assessments. It's in person this, this year. That's the best thing. Now, next week, uh, we're going to get busy in a hurry. We're going to have state Nordic and Alpine skiing up at Giants Ridge outside of Awabic state dance at target center and state gymnastics at Roy Wilkins auditorium. And the good news uh, apparently is by the time we get to these tournaments, all these restrictions in Minneapolis and St. Paul about either showing your vaccination card or a negative test, which currently that's what has to happen at these venues. It sounds like those are going to be taken off before then. I know the University of Minnesota is doing that this week, removing those restrictions. So that'll be a good thing for everybody wanting to go to these state tournaments. Yes, uh, I hope that all works out well. I'm looking forward to that myself. Uh, let's go to one of our favorite recurring topics, most valuable teammate. Yeah, this is the weekly award we, we do at the high school league. We get nominations from all over the state. Our most valuable teammate this week is Maya Reichert-Garone. She's a senior basketball player at Minneapolis Roosevelt. She's a two-year captain who led the team to its first victory over Minneapolis South in nearly a decade. While putting up a triple-double, Maya kept her poise, patience, and leadership intact during an emotional team victory. So congrats to Maya of Minneapolis Roosevelt on being our latest, most valuable teammate. All right, let's go through some kudos and congratulations. I have one of my own after you, John. 
Okay, we're going to go through some, some milestones here, some great things. Uh, the first great thing at Buffalo Lake Hector Stewart, a school I have been to. I have been there. It's been a few years. They had a home girls basketball game. The opponent was at Water Cosmos Grove City, and this was designated as a food shelf game. So you you didn't buy a ticket. If you wanted to go in, you bring at least one food item, non-perishable food, that is your ticket to the game. And all the food was gathered and, and distributed or will be distributed. That's a neat thing. Speaking of food donations, next week, I think it's Tuesday, I'm going to be driving up to Moorhead, asterisk weather permitting. For a boys basketball game, uh, Moorhead will be at home against Bemidji, I believe. I'm going to bring along 100 sack hunger t-shirts in the Spud School colors of orange and black. We're going to be celebrating their success in gathering food donations last fall as part of the John's Journal Sack Hunger Campaign. I always have a great time in Moorhead, so I can't wait to get back up there. Uh, an event we had last Saturday was girls wrestling. We had a girls wrestling tournament. This is the first. You know, this is the first year girls are officially uh, wrestling under under high school league rules. And Pine Island, there's great people in Pine Island. They had a had a big girls-only wrestling tournament Saturday. More than 100 girls competed, and there was even a female official. I was unaware we had a female wrestling official. I bet we have more than one. But Camille Snowball of Tracy, Minnesota, was one of the officials. We'll see girls competing in section and at the state tournament, so there's plenty of excitement. A few milestones here. Uh, Lake City boys basketball coach, Greg Berg, congrats to him. He got his 300th win last week. Mike McDonald, the boys basketball coach at Cambridge Isani, uh, he got his 500th career victory. We mentioned North Branch a minute ago. Uh, the Blue Jackets beat North Branch last week. That was 500 for Mike McDonald of the great McDonald coaching family. And at Ashby, the boys basketball coach, John Holston, he also won his 500th career game as a boys basketball coach. His actual total is 527 because he coached the girls basketball team at Alexandria in his first year as a head coach, and he won 27 there. So congratulations to all those. And my final two notes, Jim, <clears throat> have to do with national anthems. We saw some really neat stuff in recent days. There was a tweet from Wadena Deer Creek, Deer Creek, easy for me to say, with a video of the girls' basketball team singing the anthem before a home game. And it looks like that's kind of a tradition. That, that happens on a regular basis up in Wadena. And there was another just absolutely fantastic anthem before a game Tuesday night. I saw this on Twitter, and I retweeted the video. You've got to, you've got to find it and look at it. The Winona girls' basketball team played at Red Wing, and the, the anthem was played by the visiting coach. Now, why would the visiting coach bring a musical instrument with him? I'm guessing this was all planned. I don't think Tim Gleason, the head girls basketball coach at Winona, at Winona I doubt if he travels with a euphonium. That's the instrument. But he stood out on the court. The video shows the entire anthem. Uh, he's not just a basketball coach. He's, he's one of the top band directors in the state friend of mine, all around great guy. So he, he plays the anthem on the euphonium. He, I asked that question after I saw the video, I retweeted, I said, is that a euphonium? I had to Google it. First, I thought it was a French horn. It's similar. And then I showed it to my wife. She said, nah, see with the French horn, you, you put one hand inside the bell of the instrument. Right. So he wasn't doing that. So I Googled, I got, I found a picture of a euphonium. Tim confirmed it. 
So it, it's just an unbelievably cool sound. And to have a head coach do that, uh, he's, he's just one of the best people I know. And uh, that's really, really special. So I'll find my Twitter account at MSHSL John. You can see that video of, of the great Tim Gleason from Winona playing the anthem on the euphonium. That's so cool. And I'm going to add in a preps, Minnesota preps adjacent note here. Uh, I did a piece on Tom Hoagie, the uh, golfer from Fargo who won the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And in the course of talking to uh, his instructors and his father, they said they gave a lot of credit to Minnesota, Minnesota's junior golf programs, Minnesota's, you know, prep level golf competition, not only for the uh, expertise uh, that they provide, not only for the the platform they provide for young golfers, but also that they let these young golfers go play on the great courses because Minnesota has great golf courses. And so Tom Hokey got to play it on Hazel team when he was young, he got to play at Chaska town course. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, I could, well, I could list dozens of great golf courses in Minnesota. So I, I just thought it was really cool that they went out of their way to tell me, Hey, you know, the state of Minnesota and the, uh, the youth golf associations do great work in, in providing that kind of a platform that can let somebody like Tom Hoagie go, go become a great golfer. Yeah, that's awesome. One of our kids was, a, was a high school varsity golfer. And I remember at the time, this is going back 20 years. His coach was trying to get the kids who had, who, who were able to, to take part in these uh, Minnesota junior golf events. It's like a whole circuit in the summer. You know, yeah. you can play every almost every week, and and our son was too busy with a job and other things; he couldn't take part. And uh, but I, I learned about it then, and and now when I talk to high school golf coaches and players, they you know they all know each other, and it's not yeah. necessarily from the high school season. They could be, you know, four hundred miles apart in this state, but they've played together in these junior events. Yeah, that's phenomenal that that they would that somebody would mention that when you're writing about a the guy who won at Pebble Beach and uh, yeah, they're just the tentacles of high school activities just really extend to a lot of neat places. So true. Uh, great stuff as always from John. Thanks to Brianne. Thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. Again, go to TalkNorth.com. If you like this show, I'm sure you'll find other shows on the network you will enjoy. And we will be back next week to tell you more about Preps Today with John Malloy. <laughs>